0: super talk mississippi media production
1: this is gerard gibbert and thank you for listening to middays here on super talk mississippi
2: and now the moment you've all been waiting for welcome
0: to real talk for real mississippians informed engaging and always brutally honest Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
1: Good morning and welcome, everyone, to the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi, kicking off a brand new week. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. We are back in the studio and uh, kicking off a new week. Great July 4th
3: Independence
1: Day weekend. How was yours?
3: It was pretty good. I uh, I got to sleep in a little bit, and then got invited to a barbecue and had probably the best rotel I've ever put in my mouth. Where it was smoked or grilled or it was something done different, and it was spectacular.
1: Yeah, Uh, rotel.
3: Yeah, like a a cheese dip with with. Yeah, I know what it it is. But it was it had meat in it, so it was (laughs) it wasn't just plain rotel with the cheese and the the diced tomatoes and the peppers and stuff.
1: You know I. I never really thought about that as a delicacy for Independence Day. Big old tray of it. It went fast. Sounds good, though. Now oh, I'm
3: yeah. hungry. <laughs> I was <After> your, <laughs> how was your weekend.
1: It was fantastic. Uh, played a little golf. Great weather for that. Except our day off on Friday. Man, the sky's unloaded on us there. But after that move through, it was a beautiful weekend here in central Mississippi. Again, enjoyed a, a little... Little rounds on the links and uh, cookouts. Little pool time. It was good. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, some folks did not. There are some that just uh, they just have to dwell on the negative. It's uh, really crazy. But I'll
3: do their best to spin it to be as negative as possible, like <laughs> National Geographic. What did they say? National Geographic put out a tweet early yesterday saying that the the pollution and smoke from fireworks disproportionately impacts people of color. <laughs>
1: Everything, right? Every disparity. Every imbalance. Can...
3: The irony of that is they, they also talked about low-income housing and how it disproportionately impacts low-income housing, except they got the data from a $250 air sensor that people get to buy and put on their house in California. So if it's low-income housing, I don't know of anybody in low-income housing that's got $250 to spare to buy an air sensor.
1: Oh, man. Where did they come up with that? Well, I came across articles over the weekend, where really just yesterday, on the 4th itself, What I learned is that, well, the flag is divisive. Oh, yeah, the flag is divisive. The Declaration of Independence, according to NPR, that would be National Public Radio, which I believe receives its funding from the taxpayers, it traditionally reads the Declaration on the 4th, but now they're pushing back on it. They're just highlighting all sorts of problems with the, our founding document, essentially. And they're pushing back pretty hard on it. So the flag is divisive. The declaration is now racist, by the way. And let me tell you, the, the original headline when I found this story, I, it, it, it appeared in one of my many feeds the headline actually said, the Declaration of Independence is racist. And they went, when I went back and accessed it an hour or so later, they changed the headline. But the content was the same, and the messaging was the same, which is that the Declaration of Independence is, is racist. All right? So... I guess they're thinking about in the future maybe not reciting the declaration. I thought it was a little odd that that's what NPR does. I've never listened to to them do so, but anyhow,
3: it kind of flies in the face of their argument that this is not a free country that that people in this country can't express their freedoms or they can't live a free life. Well, it's a free enough country to where a state-funded propaganda wing can preach propaganda against their own freaking country. The
1: hypocrisy of that truly is insane. I couldn't agree more. And that seems to be lost. So there's some other fool that I think is a writer, but their Twitter moniker is Young Daddy. Are you familiar? I know you're familiar with that sort of stuff. At sign Ture, T-O-U-R-E. I assume that I pronounced it correctly. I don't know. Maybe it's Torre. Well, I had an interesting tweet. It says, I I can't actually recite it on the air, every word, but you'll get the picture. F Independence Day. Not only were we not free, the whole reason the colonies wanted independence was because Britain was moving towards abolishing slavery. Why would black people celebrate a day so wrapped up in our enslavement? And then, yet another writer in the Washington Post. This is cancel culture on steroids. This writer, Philip Kennicott, is calling for the Statue of Liberty to be canceled. Let's pull that thing down. Kennicott's piece was, uh, was titled, Maybe It's Time to Admit the Statue of Liberty Has Never Quite Measured Up. See, this is the problem. We set out, did our founders, what's so funny?
3: I'm just now imagining, like, if, if this were really true, if, if they were living in reality and, and somehow we were the ones that just couldn't see the forest for the trees, would France ask for the Statue of Liberty back? <laughs> like, hey, I know we gave that to you, but you guys really are pulling some stunts that we don't agree. Can we get that back? <laughs> well, one of the one,
1: <laughs> a refund <laughs> One of the issues that Mr. Pennicott highlights is that at the time the statue was erected, women couldn't vote. Okay, I'll concede that. See, here's the problem. Was it not the goal to create a more perfect union? Does that not acknowledge that There really is no perfect. And certainly those of us of faith believe that only one person that ever walked the earth was ever perfect. But with the goal being to create a more perfect union, and acknowledging that I guess it's impossible, that doesn't mean you stop pushing for it that you don't aspire to it, that it, it's not dynamic and doesn't evolve. Where there's a problem is if you don't recognize issues, societal issues, and don't address them and don't try to correct them. The problem with the left is about 90% of it is just fake. They just make it up. They fabricate it. We had a guiding principle at my company that I'd like to share that I still think is relevant today, and that is, we strive for perfection, but if we miss, we're merely excellent. Is this country perfect? No. Is it excellent? Hell yeah! Heck yeah! Can't we acknowledge that? Why do we always have to dwell on all the the voids all the missteps the past sins again if those past sins had not been addressed if we had made zero progress which is what this goofy Twitter person essentially says Toure, whoever the hell that is or the fact that Our country is not better than, let's say, from a freedom and equality perspective, than when the Statue of Liberty was erected. Can we acknowledge that there are improvements and that we continue to strive for those? But we're just obsessed with and mired in, not just the past as in a few months ago, like 200 years ago. Why can't we get past that? How can we ever expect to improve. It's it's crazy. These people, they pimp this stuff, do they not? They pimp American hate. They, they're compensated for it. Oh, but we're not free. Wrap your head around that. We'll step aside right here. Try to go
3: say that in China.
1: <laughs> when we come back, we got Major General Jansen, also known as Der Boyles. He's the Adjutant General of Mississippi. We'll have a good discussion with Derb when we come back. Stay with us.
4: Shark Tank's real estate tycoon, Barbara Corcoran, only recommends Lee Garland in the Jackson area. Lee Garland is the number one real estate team in all of Mississippi, as published by the Wall Street Journal, directly responsible for helping over 9,000 families reach their real estate goals. That's over $1.25 billion in real estate. And those hard-to-sell listings? They just make the elite team even more motivated. Success stories like Stan and Northeast Jackson. Lee puts superior marketing strategy into gear guided stand with advice on preparing his home for market and is sold within 48 hours for the asking price and in those cases where real life happens Lee will let you out of your contract at any time or will give you an instant cash offer no showings repairs or hassles I wouldn't recommend Lee Garland without personal experience and a long list of outstanding satisfied clients call Lee Garland group today EXP Realty at 601-983-1130 visit LeeWillBuyIt.com and start packing. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Mart. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Mart pricing and special Mart financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. 26 years of award winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary XMAR quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
5: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better
6: faster.
7: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407.
8: Richard Frost. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. The building's empty there, Rhino. Did you notice
3: that today? Oh, yeah. Feels like we're about this time last year.
1: (laughs) It reminds me of the snow days (laughs) in February. But joining us now in the studio, my good friend, Major General Jansen Boyles. I know him, of course, as Durr and have known uh, the general for a long time. He is the Adjutant General. Of Mississippi, Morning Durr. Thanks so much for coming in.
9: Morning Gerard. Thanks for thanks for having me, and always thanks for highlighting the National Guard and what we're doing out here.
1: Fine organization uh, of which we are very proud, and Thank you. Uh, very timely, I think, to have you in this day that uh, most of our nation is off of work, at least uh, the day after the the true Independence Day of July Fourth. But
9: over the last month, your team has been out in California, correct? We have. So, um, Tell you a little bit about it. We've got about 12,500 guardsmen, 2,500 of those are air, 10,000 are army. Uh, Just to put the numbers in perspective, we've had about 4,000 people out in California for the month of June. Uh, Every once, every four or five years, we go out to California and train. Uh, We can do more out there than we can just do at Camp Shelby, for example. When we fire a round downrange, we can see the round hit. Out in California, you can't see it at Camp Shelby. So okay. there are a lot of advantages to being out there.
1: Huh? And so it, are you there just as Mississippi, or, or I should say, are there other states that participate at the same time, or do mm-hmm. they
9: have separate times? Good question. So we have, we're one of five states uh, that has an armored brigade combat team in the National Guard system. Okay. Uh, overall, there are about 28 armored brigade combat teams in the Army, so we have five of those. Um, And so, yes, that's based in Tupelo. The headquarters is there. We have about 3,300 men and women in that organization. But uh, it's also made of men and women from Kansas. We have a a battalion from Kansas that is part of our brigade. Uh, We also had soldiers from California, from North Carolina, from Missouri, uh, from Alabama, who deployed with us to California to give us support services. Gotcha. So it was a a statewide, multi-state adventure.
1: Do you share best practices or are those standards kind of already established uh, across all the guards? is it is there some I guess just communication and and learning from others? other units?
9: Yeah. so uh, each of those units that I mentioned, they each have their own specialty, so to speak. So okay. the Kansas unit's an infantry unit. I got you. Uh, some of the arm some of the uh, Mississippi units are armor uh... logistics engineering so they don't necessarily share okay but if you're going to fight together you have to learn to communicate together sure. And uh, you have to know what each other's doing to get to that ultimate goal of winning winning the fight.
1: And is that something that you practice in the maneuvers, just the integration and the orchestration where you guys are working together? Is that yeah. part of the
3: exercise?
9: Yeah, great question. So uh, the way the Army does it is I, I mentioned we go out there every four to five years. So the first year, you sort of reconstitute your equipment. The okay. second and third year, you're training at the five or ten-man level. Then you train at the 20 to 40-man level the next year. Then you train at the company level, which would be, you know, 400 people. And then when you go out to California, you're usually at the battalion level, which is a um, 800,000-man fight per unit. Yeah. So you build up to that. You build up to that ultimate. Game that you play. Well,
1: it's a pretty big logistical challenge, is it not, to get everybody together, travel that way, and then and conduct the exercises, and then get everybody back.
9: That's uh, but that's is. what
1: obviously the military does. What yeah.
9: you guys do. The 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 headlines talk about what we do once we're out in California about tank on tank maneuvers and fighting a an op for force, but but getting the unit out there, getting the tanks loaded at Camp Shelby is a big deal. Getting the tanks on the train, get them pro program to be out there at the right time, making sure the equipment that goes out there is ready to roll off the train. Mississippi does all that very, very well. Wow. And so there's a and, and part of that's training too, because we have to train on how do we deploy if we have to go somewhere, you know, overseas.
1: Yeah. So, so. Uh, and now I know, of course, uh, known you for a long time. Yep. And uh, you, uh, you and I are friends and have been and played lots of softball and sports and raised kids together and all that sort of stuff. Uh, how about your Bulldogs?
9: How about that, huh? <laughs> I, had to, I had to introduce
1: and, that and, into and the and conversation. And, you know, and I'll
9: tell you, Gerard, I, of course, I'm a Bulldog, and I'm very proud of what they've accomplished. But I'm, I'm also very proud, and this is not a politically correct thing to say, but I'm proud that Old Miss was right there at the cusp. I'm very proud that Southern Mississippi finished in the top 25. Yeah. I, I, I think you could say
1: Mississippi is a baseball state. There's no question. And, sure. and we talked about it. We had our good friend Brian Haydad, our guest, uh, last week, day after uh, the big victory. And we, we discussed the same. But uh, it was a proud moment uh, for Mississippi. And I think to be in front of a national audience at that level really showcased, I think, the best of Mississippi. Yeah. And, and we should all take uh I think some sense of pride in that. Uh, So speaking of logistics, what about this vaccination rollout? Are you guys still involved in that? Uh, I think once you got involved, it just seems like that – and certainly my experience was one uh, very positive, very efficient, very
9: professional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just going to tell you, I say this every chance I get. We had great leadership. Uh, the governor really had a vision in place of what he wanted to accomplish. Uh, he got uh, Dr. Dobbs and Mema and the National Guard in a room together, and we all talked about how we would accomplish that. And he turned us loose and let us do our thing. Yeah. And it was very successful. Um, uh, but we're winding it down now. Okay. And uh, we have uh, sort of turned off services July 15th. Okay. Uh, the orders will, will uh, finish on August fifteenth. We have to give our soldiers and airmen a lag of time because they've earned benefits along the way, like like a, uh, accumulated leave. You would understand that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so on August fifteenth, we'll be out of the business. I got you. Yeah.
1: Well, we appreciate that yeah. because uh, I, I think uh, it's another situation where Mississippi uh, really shined. Uh,
9: in our efforts and was a model, I think, for the rest of the country. Um, And if I can say, so so I talked to my peers in other states, Gerard, uh, the same guys who do what I do in other states. They really, truly were looking at us early on saying, what what are y'all doing differently? Because we put a number of guardsmen on the problem set right away, and uh, other states were not doing that. Hmm. And uh, so it's just refreshing to know that they were calling us, asking us, what are you doing? Yeah. And why are you successful? And so it's just made you feel good about what what we did.
1: Well, and I, I also just got to say, from a personal experience, what I noticed is that you got lines of vehicles with people yeah. in them that are that are there to be vaccinated, and and it's repetitive, and it's that's difficult for a human uh, to to keep, I guess, uh, a positive attitude and to treat every single. Call them customers, if you will. I agree. That's really what they are. As if they're the most important, and they're the first ones of the day, and that was my experience. And I know that I was like three o'clock in the afternoon, hundreds of cars. <laughs> They'd been through this routine a whole bunch for several hours, standing yeah. out there. So I just want to call attention to that—that that they, yeah. it, it's like they practiced that and they understood that, and, and made you feel like you are the most important person in, um, in this deal today, right at this point in time.
9: Yeah, and, and it's a special group of men and women. I, I tell you, I, I, I've talked. I went to site to site, just talking to them and all, and I had more than one tell me, so sir, you know, th- this is what I joined the guard to do." That's awesome. I, I joined the guard. I certainly love the deployments, and I will do the deployments to Afghanistan and Iraq and Kuwait and all those places. But, but I joined the guard to help my community. That's awesome. And so many of them told me that, It was just just a really good positive feeling. And they enjoyed working. I mean, they enjoyed engaging with the the people in the community who they knew. I mean, they would know these yeah. people in line. Yeah. Uh, a big takeaway for me uh, was that about when I was out there walking the lines, like you were talking about, talking to the customers, you know, about every fifth or sixth vehicle had a veteran in it. Oh, that's awesome. And he was wearing his veteran's hat. That's awesome. And he might have his vest on or she. And they, they really wanted to come out there and, and, and talk to the young men and women in uniform. So that's just great. it was a very good just experience for everybody, so good to hear yeah
1: now last time you and I visited on the air, we were down at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum at yeah. Camp Shelby yeah and of course, I was blown away yeah and uh, what a treasure that is, but have learned since that uh, as a result of our broadcast, Uh, Hundreds have now visited the museum, heard the broadcast, and and heard us boasting about it, which was completely justified, because it is an incredible place. What do you think about that? I mean, it's
9: a hidden gem in this state. Well, and I I think our challenge is it's not right there on 49 where you can see it, so you miss it that way. Uh, We have built a great museum down there, and it's been a work of about 30 years in, in progress, but... Customers I mean folks need to know that all you need to do is show a driver's license to get into the gates of Camp Shelby, Mississippi. We have security guards at the gate, but they are they want you to enjoy coming to Camp Shelby and see what we have.
1: Highly highly recommend it folks. Yeah. General, thanks so much for coming in and appreciate all you do, and especially to all the the guardsmen and women for their service. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Gerard. You got it. Happy Fourth. You too, man. Major General Jansen Boyles has been our guest here on the JT Show. He's the Adjutant General of Mississippi. We'll take a break right here. We'll be back with more talk. Stay with us.
14: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A ruling in the Initiative 65 case will stand after a motion to intervene was denied late last week. The motion was filed by a pair of supporters of other active initiatives that had hoped for a rehearing in the case that left Mississippi without both a medical marijuana program and a path to the ballot for citizen led initiatives. It remains to be seen whether or not a special session will be called to address either of these issues, but state leaders have said that the initiative initiative process may not be reinstated until November of 2022. And crowds have been celebrating the national champion Mississippi State Bulldogs in Starkville all weekend. Mayor Lynn Spruill is excited about the economic impact on the city. The only other thing that I can compare it to was the DAC effect when we were on Sports Illustrated nationally for two weeks running. We had that number one position and it boomed for us. We probably enjoyed the results of that for three to four years. I'm Andy Davis.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk, Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way. And so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520.
15: treatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions.
16: Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother or my sister to go, there was Palmer. Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next
17: month I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home.
4: Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on
0: Super Talk Mississippi. Go with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
1: Everyone, the JT show, Super Talk Mississippi. Really appreciate uh, the general coming in. David in Pascagoula writes in on the C Spire text line I had to go to Gulfport for my vaccine and was treated like they knew me all my life. That's a great way to put it, David. I agree. They were uh, excellent and really appreciate uh, their service, no question. So I uh, got a question here that's uh, rather long. There, Rhino, for on the ceasefire text line. Haven't read the entire thing, but the, the general is gone. We'll see if we can we can get him on this question. But in the meantime, this uh, this person that's running for Congress, Democrat Cory Bush, she another who slammed this country, in particular, July 4th. Well, she's not running for Congress. She's in Congress. She's in Congress, excuse me. But she's uh, is part of her campaign, I should say. This was a statement she made. You're right about that. Uh, when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, says Representative Bush. The freedom they're referring to is for white people. The land is stolen land, and black people still aren't free. There you go. Hmm. And by the way, this this Toure nut, <laughs> former MSNBC anchor, uh, we're not surprised. I thought there was a media connection there. I just couldn't remember. Also, actress Alyssa Milano, you know who she is, huh? <laughs> Brilliant.
3: <laughs> she shared a. She t- stays relevant by saying stupid things on the internet. <laughs> This <laughs> she um before Donald Trump got elected to president the most recent thing she'd done to stay relevant was she was on a TV show about installing an aquarium in her house.
1: <laughs>
18: I
3: remember that.
1: That which is completely irrelevant by the way. <laughs> she she also joined in the disparaging of the 4th of July. She shared, of course, a TikTok video, and she's reading in the video. I haven't seen it. I'm not a TikTok person. She reminds, the United States was founded on the unjust treatment of Native Americans, Africans, and other people of color. Can you name a country that at some point in its history hasn't had some sort of mistreatment, discrimination, bias, whatever you want to call it, uh, against some race, some group, some demographic, some race, ethnicity, gender, all the other various physical human traits. Now, that doesn't justify it. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't excuse this country for its past indiscretions. But I think the difference is, can you name another country that has progressed, as far as this one, with respect to equality and recognition of all people as humans, is equal under our law and our culture and our society. Does it mean we're perfect? No. We already addressed that. Are we better than any other? Heck yeah! If that weren't the case, why are they pouring across the border? Why are people not fleeing this country to others in record numbers? It ain't happening. There's a reason for that.
3: It's the same reason you don't see women transitioning to become men competing in men's sports. Yeah. Liberals and Democrats and these idiot activists don't live in reality. It's exactly what it is.
1: Well... And let's think about the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) You know that we hold these truths to be self evident. Oh, you know the thing, Joe Biden.
3: So, which I can't help but bring up the irony of him visiting the ice cream place and the media fawning over the fact that he got two scoops. (laughs) (laughs) Big news. Remember, this is the same media that thought Donald Trump had a weight problem because he had two scoops. <laughs> and ate hamburgers, Big Macs, and
1: quarter pounders with cheese. I'm obsessed with that.
3: I don't know why they're obsessed with two scoops of ice cream.
1: <laughs> In fact, the Washington Post had an op-ed. Independence Day 2021 is an apt occasion to celebrate America's liberation from Trump. <laughs> I didn't mean to recite that while you were drinking. <laughs> Don't spit it out. What does that mean, liberation from Trump?
3: I was just Googling to try to find any, any country anywhere that hadn't had slavery. And I found one example. Okay, It's East Timor. The, the reason they've never had slaves is because they didn't become a country until 2002.
1: <laughs> and again, we're not condoning it. We're not rationalizing it. But you it. can't
3: rewrite history. Right. But We wait. don't have a blue time-traveling police box that we can go back and change things. <laughs> or a DeLorean that can hit 88 miles an hour, which is a myth in and of itself.
1: <laughs> Good point. It, like, falls apart when it <laughs> starts rattling, shaking, buffeting, falls apart. <laughs> Well, when do we ever acknowledge anything good or positive? When? It, it's like you're kicked out of the Democrat Party if you do. Meanwhile, by the way, Joe Biden, he reported on the White House's Twitter account that the cost of your Independence Day meal plummeted by 16 cents. They truly do think we're all idiots.
3: So the problem with that is if you, if you actually add up and do the math on everything they put in that stupid slideshow, it doesn't equal 16 cents. <laughs> 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 well,
1: it's, it's, uh, I know that uh, we never played this, but I sent it to you a couple of months ago to play. Brian Williams his math faux pas. Do you remember that? It just made me think about math. They're like mathematically challenged our liberals. Remember, remember Williams when he was freaking out at the amount of money that Bloomberg, <laughs> Doomberg, as Rush used to call him, uh, spent on his campaign? And he and his
2: co-host made some Stupid comment here. You see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it.
19: Absolutely. Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually, with the money he spent, he could have given every American a
2: million dollars. I've got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It, when I read it, uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent 500 million on ads. U.S. population 327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American one million dollars and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it.
19: It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest. You know what we're talking about here, which is there, there's too much money in politics, um, and it makes it difficult because what we want. In
1: you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> he only missed it by what, like six zeros, I think. A million <laughs> times three hundred and twenty million.
3: No, the the tweet the tweet was five hundred million divided by three hundred and twenty million <laughs> somehow oh, yeah. equals a million.
1: Oh, okay, just five hundred million. Yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, it's about a buck and a quarter, I think. <laughs> and they're like celebrating. They're so happy that they've discovered. Let's put it up on the screen right now. Well, that's kind of like <laughs> a million, by the way, times. Doing this math in my head, times 320 million, I think it's a 3 trillion, if I'm not mistaken, when you put the zeros together like that. So, yeah,
3: if you give everybody a million.
1: Right. Well, that's what he's saying, right? You give everybody a million dollars. Bloomberg? Just, just Bloomberg alone. <laughs> you just need 500 million. <laughs> and what does this idiot make every year at MSNBC? Guarantee you it's approaching 2 million.
3: Oh, net worth fifty million. Salary Good. six million.
1: Good God! This guy's one of the most prolific liars on the planet, <laughs> who's mathematically chi- challenged to boot.
3: He was making ten million a year. He had to take a cut down to six million a year. But he lectures us about privilege, right?
1: Oh yeah. In inequities, he ain't giving up his dough. Good grief. Break time here on the JT show. We got some texts rolling in, we'll have to get to. Appreciate you listening today. Rhino and I will return.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 73. A 70% chance of rain for your Tuesday, partly sunny skies, high near 87. And showers and thunderstorms likely on Wednesday, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
21: was a place where we could sample wines before we buy
15: there is colony bistro and wine bar just open right next door to colony wine market in madison they have 32 wines by the glass wine glides and the food is terrific
19: yes get your purse sweetie family termite is a proud vip sponsor of the handyman show on super talk mississippi whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran mississippi's handyman buddy slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each saturday from 10 till noon The Dean's List with Janice Dean.
20: Three police officers in Ohio who helped save a four-year-old that went missing make today's Dean's List. The child had been reported missing in the morning, and as police searched the area, they were called about a boy floating in a pond at a nearby recreation park. Officer Daniel Thompson and Sergeant Matthew Tycast jumped in the water to rescue the child, while Officer Chad Bolowski retrieved a throw rope for safety. The child was brought to the shore where Officer Thompson began CPR, and Officer TyCast cleared the boy's airway. A few minutes later, he began breathing again. He was taken to the hospital where he was treated and is recovering. And
3: they're both field training officers. They both uh, spend their time training other officers and they are dedicated individuals. And this is not the first time that they've acted under pressure.
20: Thanks to the quick thinking, responding officers for their courageous actions and life-saving efforts. We'll keep the boy in our prayers that he is doing well. Janice Dean, Fox News
16: because of palmer home for children my three sisters and i are able to grow up together when there was nowhere else for myself my brother or my sister to go there was palmer Home. my brother and i came to palmer home when i was two years old next month i'll turn 16. palmer
17: home for children is my home
4: Gallo here. For just a second, I want to tell you about the 9th Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th, right here on Super Talk. At Palmer Home, every child is received in a spirit of love, and Palmer Home for Children is committed to serving every aspect of their life. We've talked about this so many times. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take federal funding, so they need your help. No donation is too small, and every single bit makes a real-world difference for a child in need. Here's an invitation. To not only tune in, but be a part of the Palmer Home for Children radiothon on Thursday, July the fifteenth, here on Super Talk, and with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again.
19: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights, starting at nine p.m. here on ninety-seven point three Super Talk Jackson.
0: The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome you back to the JT Show. So, we talked about how we celebrated Independence Day. Always a good one. And always great to be mindful of those who, who sacrificed for us, for our freedoms. Uh, it's, a, it's a day that we just have to recognize in that respect And I think most good Americans do. But what about Claire McCaskill, the senator, ex-senator from the great state of Missouri? She, too, advised, informed how she intended to spend the 4th. I think this was from an interview on the 3rd. She weighed in with her. The Intentions of Her and Her Family. We'll try to get that sound for you here in a minute, but uh, sorry to spring that one on you there, Rhino. It's just taking a while to load. All right. We're getting it up there
3: if for the you. The internet wants the day off, too. <laughs>
1: uh, it, it's just incredible, the, the hate, the contempt that seems to just be harbored by these people on the left it's and so this deal with the flag being divisive it's now associated with with Trump supporters and they just want to distance themselves from Trump supporters therefore they have to denounce the flag but here's Claire
7: into this 4th of July weekend
20: we're going to start a new family tradition in my family on the 4th of July, and every 4th of July going forward, we're going to watch that video that the New York Times put together of of January 6th.
7: All right, Claire McCaskill, have a great 4th of July to you and your family.
10: Joe, same to you. We will see all
1: <laughs> Have a great 4th of July. Watch Watching the video. Oh yeah, gather around. Get your hot dogs, your hamburgers. Oh wait, you can't grill anymore, right? Can't do that. Here. <laughs> What's the penalty for that? Is that nonsense or what? They're gonna. It's an. It's a, a annual tradition. On July fourth, she and her family, ex U.S. senator, they're gonna watch this film, this video. Put together by the New York Times about the January sixth situation.
3: I bet her family's really fun at parties.
1: <laughs> it's just incredible. I, I just I couldn't comprehend it. I I would be embarrassed. But the funny thing is, is that MSNBC, right? The the anchor. Oh, well, you have a great one. <laughs> That's just so nuts. In the meantime, (laughs) it was a little hot this weekend, a little warm. It's July, middle of the summer here. And I think many folks would say, thank God for air conditioning, right? Well, over at Time Magazine, they've just turned into a... (laughs) They're conspiracy theorists, is what they are. And perhaps amongst the most vocal in promoting the climate change narrative, they're calling for air conditioning to be banished. They're saying that we should focus on public cooling, on public comfort, rather than individual cooling and individual comfort. You can't share the air
3: conditioning, comrade.
1: No, they actually say that we need cooling centers. I kid you not. Shade-giving trees, safe green spaces, water infrastructure to cool and smart design. They say this will this will not only enrich our cities, it will lower the temperature for everyone. Which, by the way, it's racist now, because there are some parts of cities we learned this weekend that are mostly inhabited by people of color that are evidently they're warmer than other parts of the same city. Therefore it's racist. The temperature's racist. Climate. <laughs> Time goes on to say we must become more comfortable with discomfort. Our very survival may depend on it. So, you can survive, you just have to be uncomfortable for your entire life. (laughs) It's just, what do you say? It's so crazy. (laughs) Well, let's, I tell you what, let's start with the White House. How long do you think Joe can make it? He can just, he and Dr. Jill Biden, they could just put some cots out there on the lawn under the shade trees. That should work, huh? (laughs) We we have completed hour one here on the JT Show. We're going to take a break. we got Fox News, Super Talk News coming your way. And after that, more talk. You want to hear about what the teachers' union is saying about critical race theory. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com.
10: Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Twenty seven deaths are confirmed now in the rubble of a partially collapsed condo tower in Surfside, Florida. Three more bodies were found this morning in an area made accessible to searchers by bringing the rest of the building down in a controlled explosion.
8: There was fear it could fall on first responders or that wind from the coming tropical storm Elsa could even knock it down. Residents who fled the tower but whose units remained intact were not even allowed to try to recover their possessions before the demolition.
10: Fox's Evan Brown. A pro hockey goalie is dead. Police say he was scrambling out of a hot tub trying to avoid a mortar-style firework that had tilted and was about to fire his way.
13: Matisse
5: Kivlenics of the Columbus Bl- Blue Jackets died from a head injury suffered during a fall in Novi, Michigan, a suburb north of Detroit. Matisse Kivlenics recently played for Latvia in the World Championships.
10: He was 24 years old. Fox's Jared Max. America's listening to Fox News.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tyson Foods is recalling more than 8 million pounds of chicken shipped nationwide, possibly contaminated with listeria. The USDA says the recall includes frozen, fully cooked chicken products made between December 26th of 2020 and April 13th of this year. State lawmakers are planning hearings on the possibility of eliminating the state income tax in August. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman thinks they'll have a plan when the legislature reconvenes in January. For the Senate side,
22: we lean more towards not raising anybody's taxes. Um, I know the, the House bill was a uh, step forward, but there were some taxes that were raised in that in that procedure on on tractors and mobile homes and different things. And uh, that was our Senate was reluctant to do that without a good bit more study here.
14: He'd like to see the income tax phased out. I'm Kelly Bennett.
5: Y'all listen up.
23: Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
14: Senator Roger Wicker is calling for the end of mask mandates on airplanes. The senator argues that masks are no longer required in most other settings and that this should also be the case while flying as vaccinations continue across the country. Wicker says the mandate, which was recently extended through September 13th, has no basis in scientific fact as the risk of transmission on planes remains low. A church is being built inside the prison walls at Parchman with private funding and inmate labor. Mississippi Department of Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane had hoped to open it Easter
24: morning. We know and hope and pray that by Christmas now, since I missed the Easter deadline because of a little bit of more bureaucracy than I thought, that we will have we will have at least two churches up and maybe four.
14: The churches are part of the Commissioner's Moral Rehabilitation Initiative, a 20-year-old program aimed at instilling values along with vocational education. I'm Kelly Bennett.
23: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, (laughs) Wicked Weed Brewing presents the The Twilight Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters (laughs) with Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
4: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
0: Who are you? 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 Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. (laughs) Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
1: Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. Not quite, but close to the only folks in the building today. I took the liberty of parking in the visitors' parking area. That's okay.
3: Huh? I don't think anybody mess with you today. Yeah, I think we're cool.
1: So on the ceasefire text line, Rhett in Ridgeland says, We spent Independence Day at the Vicksburg Military Park teaching my six year old about service. Dems are demonizing America to garner support for the redistribution of wealth. If you hate America, you hate yourself. Hmm, definitely some truth in that. Also on the ceasefire text line, a 70s movement needs to return. America, love it or leave it. I remember very vividly the bumper stickers and the posters and the signs and the banners which had those words on it. Interesting. Moe says, wait, wouldn't that mean she likes what she sees when she sees that video referring to former Senator Claire McCaskill of Missouri that has declared that her Independence Day ritual with her family will be to gather around the television and and uh, tune in, watch video produced by the New York Times of the insurrection of January the sixth. What did you say? Her family, <laughs> a lot of fun, right? Oh yeah, tons of fun at parties. <laughs> John from Vance. He writes in, I think he's got a photo that he sent in here, looks like he's on a, uh, an apparatus. You see that?
3: An implement, if you will.
1: Okay. He says, I would love some AC, referring to Time Magazine's calling for the abolition of air conditioning. But
3: comrade, we must have community cooling. <laughs>
1: Everything is about
3: groups. I pointed it out during the break that the, the idea we should all have to suffer and sweat and not do with AC. That's coming from people that live on the coasts where AC is a luxury.
1: Exactly. and of I, mean, course, I, I
3: took a mission trip in right before high school to Boston. Not a lick of AC in the entire city and they were in the middle of a heat wave. You had minivans riding around town with the sliding doors open.
1: <laughs> Going on now. They're experiencing a bit of a heat dilemma, and, uh, uh, you know, of course, that just ratchets up the the climate change rhetoric just to new levels as a result of that, which is just crazy. Aaron in Gundown says, with respect to elimination of air conditioning, sounds like something Greta what's her name? Thunberg. (laughs) Would come up with. That, That video that we've played of Greta And the Australian news anchor, that may be one of my all-time favorites, honestly. (laughs) I just love that one. Shut up. (laughs) Grow up. Shut up. (laughs) It's so good. Charlie and Brandon, this is interesting. When I was a child, I once asked my dad why God didn't fix all the problems on Earth. He told me that the answer was simple. This ain't heaven. So if you want perfection... Don't settle for earth. Strive for heaven. Considering the morals of the folks on the left, I'm not sure they will ever see perfection. Interesting perspective, Charlie. And I'm not sure you're wrong about that. But with respect to July 4th, and Independence Day, and the Declaration of Independence, which is really the uh, the document, the founding document in which the, the holiday is grounded, which was actually July the 2nd, I believe. There's,
3: there's, um, it was thought that... So when the, it was signed. It wasn't publicly displayed or read aloud until the 4th. Okay. So it was, I think even by those who signed it thought
1: that would be the day, if I got my history right there, that we would celebrate. But turns out the 4th is. I don't know that that matters specifically, but nonetheless, so... Back to the we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable, unalienable rights, that those include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's the, that's the line Joe can't ever get right. Nonetheless, there's a, there's a key phrase in there that suggests that we are endowed with these unalienable rights from our creator. I submit that a key contrast between conservatism and the conservative philosophy of government and the progressive or liberal or however you want to describe it Governing philosophy, is that those on the left believe that rights come from government. Those on the right believe that these unalienable rights come from our Creator. It's right there in the Declaration. It, It was brilliant. Brilliant. And you know that that was inspired by the tyranny and the oppression which they fleed. That's what inspired it. That no, it doesn't come from some monarch. Well, my concern is that those on the left want us to believe that you have to get your rights from us. So on the right, I think it's fair to say that we believe that government's chief responsibility is to enable an environment and protect those unalienable rights so that one can pursue happiness. And that's not possible without life and liberty. Whereas those on the left, what they sell, what they promote, what they espouse, is that, oh, we're going to make you happy. The government's going to make you happy. Look no further than the policies being advanced. We're giving you free this, free that, free this, free that, free this, for that. You got no worries. We're going to take care of you cradle to grave. We're going to make you happy. But they're not. They can't. Does it come from that? Humans need a sense of accomplishment. They need goals to aspire to. And achieving those goals tremendous contentment results from that. You want to feel like you're making a difference, that you're contributing value to society. That's what makes this country great. But working towards goals requires work. Which we've already learned now is white supremacist, a form of white supremacy, right? Can-do attitude, hard work, Precision. precision, math, all that stuff. And we talked rugged individualism a can-do attitude these ridiculous concepts as being devastating and that's a quote to women and people of color we first noted several months ago that, that this was incorporated in training at Sandia Labs these guys make our nuclear arsenal. You may not be aware, but just last week, Joe Biden signed an executive order requiring this exact same training from this exact third-party organization to be implemented at, quote, all levels of government. So does that mean they're going to teach at all levels of government? That what are considered roots of white male culture, rugged individualism, a can-do attitude. This is Marxism. And my friends on the left, they're getting mad at me because I now refer to them as Democrat Marxist. (laughs) That's my label. If the shoe fits. Is that not the case though? Everything. So the, uh, the, the chief tenet of Marxism is to divide originally it was to divide based on class economic class now we're dividing based on race we have just taken the same model and applied it to just something different it was class now it's race we're teaching this now we're going to adopt and implement this across the spectrum of government I don't get it. But yet, we had to elect this guy to unite us.
3: They're this, Democrats. They do nothing but waste tax dollars. It's killing me. Mm, mm, mm. We'll come back. we got more to talk
1: about here on the JT Show. Stay with us.
4: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
11: Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt and Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job and millions of specialty bolts and screws if ace bolt and screw doesn't have it they don't make it shop ace bolt and screw in Glockstat just off 555 next door to camper corral and on julianne street right off gallatin
7: and jackson it's a madness sale we're back on the lot the deals are astounding really stop the noise Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors, on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon, and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors.
15: Pothole, pothole, mole What are the kids singing about? You know that game whack-a-mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh.
0: Here in Central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram
25: integrity honesty contractor pricing and statewide delivery that's why contractors count on Prassel lumber company in ridgeland the whole staff at Prassel lumber have years and years of building industry knowledge so you get your questions answered right the first time they can supply all your job needs large or small from structural and framing to plumbing all the way to finishing remember if we don't stock it we'll special order it for you come by Prassel lumber on highway 51 in ridgeland today and be sure and like us on facebook that's Prassel lumber
4: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick
0: shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome the back to the JT Shows Super Talk Mississippi. Paul and Meridian says, "I guess they'll ban swimming pools next. First the air conditioner, now the swimming pools. Well, of course, that requires electricity, power, energy to maintain pools. Of course they will." Andy and Jackson says, "I'm all in on climate change thermostat <laughs> in parentheses." <laughs> Larry and Jackson says they honestly want us to be like a third-world country. Absolutely, because then they can, they can rescue us, make us happy. Government. It's all about government. The teachers' union. <laughs> the NEA. Well, they're, they're developing a uh, A framework for their members, so that they can fight back. Fight back. The anti-CRT rhetoric doesn't really exist. The the problem with this whole CRT issue is that, I, I guess, at its genesis, maybe you could agree, maybe you could acknowledge that it was just designed as an effort to try to understand how race figured into our legal system, our culture, our economic systems, our society in general. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. But somebody's hijacked it, commandeered it, because that's not what's being taught. So when they say, well, critical race theory, we've got to fight back because we have the right to teach it. We've got to share and publicize information about what CRT is and what it is not. What matters is what's being taught. Let's acknowledge that. So the NEA now, the National Education Association, that would be the big teachers' union. I think it's the biggest. I think there are two. It's the bigger of the two, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. In in any oh, case... A worthless institution. Yeah. So they have dedicated a team of staffers to assist union members who want to learn more so they can fight back against anti-CRT rhetoric. And it also they're also providing a study that critiques power and oppression in American society, including white supremacy. I don't even know if I can pronounce this word, but here I'm going to try. Cis-heteropatriarchy. I'm serious!
3: <laughs> That's an awful long, weird way of saying normal.
1: That's exactly right. Cis-heteropatriarchy.
3: Otherwise known as 99% of the world. <laughs> and capitalism. That's what the one that, that really
1: just grinds my gears.
3: <laughs> they don't like capitalism, but they sure do like the fact that they can fork over more than 50 grand of dues they've taken in from the unwilling saps that have to pay them union dues and they're going to use that 50 grand to research these organizations that are preaching this anti crt right. rhetoric that is exactly right they say on their
1: website that the attacks on anti racist teachers are increasing coordinated by well funded organizations such as the Heritage Foundation, and that the Union needs to be better prepared to respond to these attacks so that our members can continue this important work. You know, that important work of teaching our youth to hate this country, hate law enforcement, hate America's institutions, and of course, hate each other. They are professional spewers of hate, because they hate themselves. You've got to hate yourself to teach people to hate each other. I don't get it. Why do do they want to be teachers? I really don't understand it. But we'll see. Now, the next big thing that's going to come out is that they're discussing their plans and their position on returning to the classroom this fall. And if so, wearing masks. Here we go again. By the way, our good friend, Dr. Anthony, lock them up forever and throw away the key. Fauci, yet new guidance on masks, right? He's saying you just need to go ahead and wear one for that added level of protection, even if you've been vaccinated. That guy, he makes my head spin. It's like Linda Blair. In the exorcist. So so
3: wear the mask even if you're vaccinated, but in the same breath he comes out and says 99% of the current COVID deaths are in the unvaccinated. Yes.
1: Makes no sense.
3: Which one does he believe?
1: So many conflicts. Here's the other interesting aspect of this whole issue. I think the CDC and the WHO are at odds over this. The CDC says no. The WHO says yes on this mask deal. It just doesn't end. You know, the tolerant left, so tolerant. There was a series of pride events during the month of June across this country. And in particular, there was a giant one in New York City. Well, a vendor, a food vendor was beaten brutally by the New York City Pride, let's call them revelers. This was on the weekend of June the 30th. They beat a 65-year-old Egyptian immigrant and retired street vendor. It's just unbelievable. Uh, he said because he had an American flag office cart. And someone came by, a woman participating in the pride event, yanked the flag off the cart, demanding that it be replaced with a pride flag. An eyewitness, a second food cart vendor, described the interaction, said when he refused to take the flag off and replace it with a pride flag, he was punched in the back of the head and beaten.
3: Oh, that'll get folks to truly... Notice punched in the back of the head. There ain't many folks waving a pride flag that have the you-know-whats to stand up in front of your face and punch you. That's true. Or they wouldn't be waving that pride flag.
1: The the person who was videotaping it telling this assailant she shouldn't do that asked, Why did you do that? The woman didn't answer. It's unbelievable. Just threw some hot sauce and then all, all hell broke loose, <laughs> this is what the report says. Now this is an immigrant into this country. I thought we loved immigrants. I thought, right, aren't we always told we're better than that? That's what we hear over and over again. We, it's not who we are. This is who we are? An immigrant comes in here earning re- a respectable living? providing value as a food vendor, and gets attacked because he won't take down an American flag. wonder what happens, just out of curiosity, you probably know this, what happens to to gay people in Egypt?
3: They get uh, their hands tied behind their back with a hood put over their head, and then they're thrown off the top of a building. I see. That's pretty much every country in the Middle East.
1: That's just unbelievable. You want equality. You want acknowledgement. You want respect. Okay, I'm cool with that. But this is how you go about it? You hurt people? It's crazy. An immigrant, of all things. Not that that matters. It it again it just flies in the face of this narrative coming from the left that is not who we are with respect to our handling of immigrants. I just don't get it. This really made me mad, as you can tell. Wow. Just the hypocrisy there is it's just mind-boggling. The crime is so bad across this country, by the way, when we come back we'll discuss this. It's so bad. That now you've got several mainstream retailers. They're having to shut down early to combat the crime. Some are just shutting down their stores altogether, but the left will tell you there's no crime problem. Do so at your own peril, Democrat Marxist. We'll be right back.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 73. A 70% chance of rain for your Tuesday, partly sunny skies, high near 87. And showers and thunderstorms likely on Wednesday, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
14: This is Anitra over at MacB's. I'm the kitchen manager there. Come enjoy Blue Plates for under $10. Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Monday, we have meatloaf or chicken spaghetti. Tuesday, we have beef tips of chicken breast. Wednesday, we have fried pork chops or pot roast. Thursday, we have spaghetti or chicken fried steak. Friday, we have fried catfish or pulled pork or chicken with mushrooms spring sauce. And every day, hamburger steak or chicken strips.
5: McBee's on Lake Harbor. You can dine in, take out, or have them cater. And the perfect spot for any size
4: party, too. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an
22: incredible year. We've sold hundreds of houses. Matter of fact, thank you. You took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends 250 50 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tyson Foods is recalling more than 8 million pounds of chicken shipped nationwide possibly contaminated with listeria. The USDA says the recall includes frozen, fully cooked chicken products made between December 26th of 2020 and April 13th of this year. State lawmakers are planning hearings on the possibility of eliminating the state income tax in August. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman thinks they'll have a plan when the legislature reconvenes in January. For the Senate
22: side, we lean more towards not raising anybody's taxes. I um, you know the, the House bill was uh, step forward, but there were. Some taxes that were raised in that in that procedure on home uh, tractors and mobile homes and different things, and uh, that was re- our Senate was reluctant to do that without some, a good bit more study. here.
14: he'd like to see the income tax phased out. I'm Kelly Bennett.
23: Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July seventeenth. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance. Renaissance. Strong sale now at ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Hot in the Monsters. With Southern Avenue and South of Eden, live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
16: I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. Go to attorneygenerallenfitch.com to learn more. Together, we can be the solution.
0: When you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi.
16: Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Just want to remind you about the ninth Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again. I'm
13: back. I told you I was coming back.
0: This is the JT Show.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Well, sadly, it looks like the uh, the condo that collapsed has been completely raised as a result. So I think the death toll's up now in the high 20s, if I'm not mistaken, at last count. And I guess you just have to be honest. It doesn't look very good that any more survivors will be
3: found as a result of that. Joe Biden. Yeah, there was a lot of news right after it happened and in the the following days where it seemed like they kept pulling people from the rubble, but after the dust settled and hindsight being 2020, it looks like most of the survivors were pulled out in the the few hours right after the collapse. Yeah.
1: You know, I I can't think of anything good that came out of that. Catastrophic event. I can't think of a single thing good. But President Joe Biden can.
14: We want to make sure, we all, the world wants to make sure that a tragedy of this nature never, ever happens again. So I, we have a briefing for you, and I want to start with our governor, and I want to thank you, Governor DeSantis. Your team has been amazing, but you personally have been amazing. You've been a steady, calming, reassuring, but but forceful voice every second of the way, and it's been a pleasure to partner with you truly. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I say thanks.
17: Just
22: one more thing? You know what's good about this? We want to cooperate we'll let the nation know we can cooperate. Yes, sir. Thanks, right. sir. really important really important is talking to Debbie about it right now. Come together. This is is life and death. And so, I don't think uh, I I just got back from 12 days in Europe. They wonder whether we can do this. And you're doing it. I mean, just the simple act of everybody doing whatever needs to be done.
1: What in the world? So he's 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 like completely missing the point and he's boasting about how we're showing the world that we can unite, we can do this. That's the good thing that he references. That just seems completely inappropriate. I I mean, maybe down the road, if you wanted to. Try to, I guess, highlight whatever the coming together is he's talking about. But right now, that just seems off. But we've come to expect this from this guy, in my view. I, I just thought that was crazy. There was a great op-ed in the Washington Times by Everett Piper. And Everett advises, this 4th of July, can we stop talking about diversity? This was interesting. I thought it was really well done. He said, we celebrate what we have in common and don't worry about how we differ. That's what we should do. That for about 30 years now, color and race have been rarely discussed under his roof, in his house, he says. They talk about unity, not diversity. We are family, pure and simple. We see character, not color, age, nationality, or social status. What a novel idea! Where have I heard that before? Oh, I don't know. Could it be Dr. Martin Luther King? Why has that been lost? He says that in his family, they focus on the Savior and not themselves. They hold each other accountable to righteousness and don't belabor or bemoan their rights or what they don't have. They're much more interested in his family and what is good than what we think we deserve. They don't focus on grievances. They celebrate the nation's birth. And he advises, forget what the proponents of diversity are telling you. They say they're striving to bring unity to all people, but their goal is to create further division because there's money and power in division. The very thing that they are highlighting is what's driving us apart even further. They they thrive on creating separation, and they seek to expand that separation. They call for bipartisanship, but they castigate and cast out those who hold different beliefs. Look no further than the story we just shared about the Egyptian food vendor in New York. He wasn't even there protesting against LGBTQ people. He was just trying to make a living and celebrating and proudly displaying the flag of his country. And he's beat up for it. These are the same people that would say I don't have any rights. These are... These diversity people, they're diversity hucksters, is what they are. They call for us to come together, but they find perverse pleasure, it seems, in dividing us. It's the teachers union. They're not interested, really, in teaching about how race possibly figures into our society, our legal structure our economic structure, they're not really interesting in solving any problems to help ensure that all Americans have equal opportunity. That was the vision of our founders and our founding documents so eloquently espouse that vision. That's not what their interest is. Their interest is in poking you in the eye in wielding power for their own personal benefit and gain. They they want to indoctrinate kids. It'd be different if we didn't have any examples of this. They oh it's fabricated. That's not going on. Gosh, how many just on this show, Rhino, have we shared actual accounts, videos, audio from parents at school board meetings, calling them out. And and you've said it. Because they're all at home Zooming this crap, and they're seeing it firsthand. Oh my gosh, this is what they're teaching my kids? Wow. You know, it's immature people that focus on differences and segregation, in my view. They thrive on division, as we've said. The... It's it just seems like that the principles is is we're just in the wake here of of Independence Day that the principles of freedom they're under attack by the contemporary political progressives in this country. These are the people they are the demagogues of diversity. When do we ever talk about unity? When do we ever talk about the things we have in common rather than what divides us? We're so obsessed with what divides us, and how unfair and inequitable everything is. It's just nonsense. And and of course, now the teachers union and the government, they're going to do what? Spend a whole bunch of time and money and cycles to try to what they view is in a noble cause of correcting these inequities, they're just going to make it worse. They do every single time. Every time.
3: They're playing whack a mole, but the machine's unplugged. That's <laughs> a
1: great way to describe it. That's exactly right.
3: That's exactly right. But I tell you. And they just get madder and madder when the, when the mole didn't come up, and they're still whacking away. <laughs> but with respect to the
1: true visible problems such as at the border or crime in this country. No, that's hyperbole! That's not really a thing. That ain't going on. You're just dreaming. And over this weekend, in this country, as we are set out to celebrate our independence, our freedom, there's shootings and killings as if it's just another day, right? in many of America's major cities. It's deeply disturbing. It's not getting any better.
3: Because they refuse to acknowledge
1: it, or they want to point fingers. It's your problem. It's your
3: fault. It's the Republicans that wanted to defund the police. Jeez, that is the ultimate projection. How can any of those idiots say that with a straight face? (laughs) Oh, wait. Practice.
1: (laughs) We played the montage last week of all of them. We'll take a break. We come back. We got some students in their view of July 4th. Stay with us.
24: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. With all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving, a farmer's market is open full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey. And the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's
18: is, is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is.
16: Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home
17: for Children is my home.
4: Gallo here. For just a second, I want to tell you about the 9th Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th, right here on Super Talk. At Palmer Home, every child is received in a spirit of love, and Palmer Home for Children is committed to serving every aspect of their life. We've talked about this so many times. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take federal funding, so they need your help. No donation is too small, and every single bit makes a real-world difference for a child in need. Here's an invitation to not only tune in, but be a part of the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July the 15th, here on Super Talk, And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again
0: securing america the new york city police department has a new approach to help officers respond more effectively to crisis situations if we're not constantly
8: evolving as a police department and as a profession then we're not moving forward
0: commissioner dermot shea says part of moving forward means embracing the new integrated communication assessment and
7: tactics program
8: icat training enhances our efforts to always try to resolve potentially volatile situations, hopefully without any use of force.
0: ICAT uses body cam and other videos to teach evaluation and de-escalation techniques.
8: Sound tactics keeps everyone safe, from our police officers, but just as importantly, to the people we serve.
0: And when the use of force becomes necessary,
8: we focus on using the minimum amount of force possible, to realize a successful outcome,
0: Commissioner Shea says that's exactly what the NYPD achieves in most encounters. In New York, Steve Rappaport, Fox News. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. The switches are thrown, the signals are given. This is the JT Show
1: The J.T. Show, Chicken off a new week, Monday. All right, so we've been talking a lot today as we celebrate uh, the independence, our Independence Day, July 4th, this being July 5th, the day after, but most folks off of work today. And there are varying opinions, I guess, about our Independence Day and does that not really say at all, though, that you can have different opinions? In some countries, if you're just not down the line, 100% fully respectful of the regime, what do they do, like chop your head off? This is what is going on on America's college campuses. Here's some indoctrination Hi, I'm
16: Ophelia Jacobson with
14: Campus Reform. Today we're in Washington, D.C. talking with young Americans to see if they're proud to be an American. Do they think that America is the greatest country in this world? And if not,
7: can they name a better country? Let's find out. Are you proud to be an American? No. I feel embarrassed to be an American every day. I think a lot of things about this country are really embarrassing. Just like, I mean, racist history, colonization,
16: even currently, just what's going on with politics and the cops. Um, not really in this climate. No, like, I'm a black person. So obviously I experience a lot of, uh, you know, there's like oppression that comes with that. Um, not most of the time. I think sometimes it's just a little embarrassing. We claim to like support everyone, but you know, we continue to support Israel, which is, you know, which are dislocating quite a few Palestinian people. And that's, you know, it's sad. I don't know. Uh, No,
15: (laughs) be proud of what? And what is there to be proud about if you're black and being like, you know, because it's just like, it's still a lot of stuff that goes on for black people.
1: Unbelievable. Why do you stay? What are the chances that every one of these individuals have creature comforts that were totally unattainable a few years ago? They all look pretty nourished, right? Got all nice clothes. What are the chances, the odds, they've got flat screen TVs, Game Boys, mobile devices? What do you think?
3: Game Boys might be a bit dated, but yeah.
1: Okay. Electronic games. Xboxes. How about that? It's
3: a little better. All right. I do have to laugh at at the expense of the Washington Nationals over the weekend. What's that? They had to put out the the tweet of the weekend for uh, irony, I guess. Tonight's Freedom Fireworks presented by Budweiser have been canceled due to the city's noise curfew. (laughs) <laughs> they had a bit of a weather delay, so they didn't get started till after the curfew for the noise complaints went into effect in D.C., so they couldn't fire off the Freedom Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> oh Well, I'm going to wrap up today with five things you may not realize about the 4th of July 1st. Independence was not declared on the 4th. We already talked about that. It was actually on
3: the 2nd.
1: But as you pointed out, it was
3: divulged to the world on the 4th. I haven't brushed up on my early American history, but I want to say it was read aloud from the balcony of, what's the name of that hall? I can see it. I can't remember it. Liberty Hall, maybe? No, that ain't right. Preservation? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But I remember the painting of holding the document and reading it yeah. to a massive crowd, dated July 4th. They were such good writers, too.
1: We've lost that art. George Washington was a fantastic writer, by the way. 26 copies of the, Declabra- the Declaration of Independence still exist. The Committee of Five. thats was Jefferson Adams, Franklin, Roger Sherman and Robert R. Livingston were responsible for the reproduction of the approved text. Philadelphia printer John Dunlap sent out all the copies he made to newspapers across the 13 colonies. How about that? They were initially There were initially hundreds of copies known as Dunlap broadsides, but only 26 of them survive and are mostly being exhi- exhibited in museum and library collections. George Washington's reading of the Declaration of Independence on July 9, 1776, led to a riot in New York where King George III's statue was torn down. After the attack on Pearl Harbor, the Declaration of Independence, U.S. Constitution, and other documents were secretly stashed at Fort Knox during World War II. I didn't know that. Fifty-six men signed the Declaration, but many of them never became famous few interesting facts there. We're out of time here today on the JT Show. We've got the best of Mississippi Outdoors radio coming up for you next. The Rhino and I will return to the studio tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless everyone. God bless America.
10: News. I'm Chris Foster. Crews in Surfside, Florida, looking through newly accessible rubble, have found three more bodies. So it's now 27 deaths confirmed in the partial condo building collapse 11 days ago there. That new search field is made possible by the demolition of the remaining part of the tower that had been standing but was unstable.
23: Truly, we could not continue without bringing this building down.
10: Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says residents of the building should make lists of their personal and valuable possessions so they can be returned if they're found. 118 people are now unaccounted for. The Taliban has troops In Afghanistan on the run. The border guard in
14: Afghanistan's neighbor Tajikistan says more than 1,000 Afghan security personnel fled across the frontier yesterday. The retreats come as Taliban militants race across northern Afghanistan, capturing more and more districts. In the meantime, the U.S.
10: and its allies are pulling out after nearly 20 years of war. Fox's Simon Owen. America's listening to Fox News.
7: Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid South Space Solutions, protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid South Space Solutions of Mississippi.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Continue to be cautious on the roadways today as the Mississippi Highway Patrol's 4th of July holiday enforcement period continues through tonight at midnight. Troopers remain stationed across the state's highways with a goal of cracking down on speeding and distracted driving and emphasizing seatbelt usage. Setting Mississippi's low vaccination rate on Sunday's Meet the Press, host Chuck Todd posed a specific question about the Magnolia State to Dr. Anthony Fauci.
25: You're fully vaccinated, but would you
5: be wearing a mask in Biloxi, Mississippi? I think there would be a good reason to do that. I mean, because as we've said so often, that vaccines are not even as good as they are and highly effective. Nothing is 100%. And if you put yourself in an environment in which you have a high level of viral dynamics and a very low level of vaccine, you might want to
14: go the extra step. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: If you're building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit mspropane.com to learn more.
23: Big head Todd and the monsters are coming. Saturday, July seventeenth. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, concert Series Renaissance. at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
14: A planned 49-mile pipeline that would have run through southwest Tennessee and north Mississippi is being canceled. Byhalia Connection will no longer pursue plans to build the pipeline, which would have linked two major U.S. oil pipelines. They're citing lower U.S. oil production resulting from the COVID pandemic, but the project has certainly seen its share of protests. A new group of antitrust laws aimed at big tech are being considered in D.C. Former Congressman and current CEO of Encompass Chip Pickering told SuperTalk they were rushed for political gain.
10: If you look at the bills; they're not well constructed, they're not well drafted. They take an approach that really is the opposite of American judicial principles. That it should apply equally to all companies across all sectors, and instead they're trying to target one sector and only four companies.
14: The companies mentioned include Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google. I'm Kelly Ben.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, Tough and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. One of the things
12: I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're gonna eat, eat U.S. farm raised catfish.
15: Tune in to Good Things With Me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: This show was previously recorded. You are listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come.
1: Welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Before we get started, uh, I just wanted a quick announcement on the Mississippi Lottery. Just got this update. The Match 5 jackpot is at $445,000, and that, I think, is going to be drawn, yes it is, tomorrow night. This game's only been around uh, two and a half months. There have been, I think... 22. This will be the 22nd draw for this jackpot. Anyhow, it's a big number out there. Just want to share that with everybody. And now, joining us, the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks panel. Today, we got Chris Reed, of course, he's law enforcement, Josh Carver, marketing and communications, and Michelle Carter, the outreach coordinator. All right, tell me where Adam is.
17: Oh, well, you know, he's chasing the dogs in Omaha today, so... <laughs> you know, Gerard, Adam wanted to make sure that I reminded you what Omaha stands for. What's when that? He, when he went out there. What? Um, this that, isn't nice. Well, I think... <laughs> well, I don't Go know. ahead. Everybody you knows. Ole Miss is at home again. again. yeah. I mm. know. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted me to make sure that we got that in, and just to clarify. Appreciate um, that. He found his way out there. Um, him and his son, and so that's good. You know, He'll we talk fun. about we talk about getting youth involved and stuff, and making memories in the outdoors and stuff. So uh, he's doing that um, in the baseball realm. So good for old Butler. He tends to disappear around here on Mondays bit. too, quite often. In the springtime, yeah. he's disappeared again to the Midwest. He, uh, I did see a cool pic of his boy. Got him a. A Sims autograph last night after the game. That'll be a memory. Yeah,
1: that's great. Well, hopefully they have fun out there. They play again
17: tomorrow, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Maybe Butler can do something and get on TV. (laughs) There we go. Well, (laughs) Something legal, of course.
1: We'll give him some business about that if he gets on TV.
17: (laughs) Yeah. Sure, we won't be the only ones.
1: Well, Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope he has fun. All right, what we got going on here, Uh, you got just some basic updates. It's summertime. It's hot. Yeah. Folks um, are outdoors.
17: Not so much hunting this time of year, though, right? Not really. Uh, I think there's certain folks, though, that tend to keep hunting on the number one priority. They're doing work. They're doing all kind of stuff you know, at the camp and getting stuff ready, watching out for snakes. Um, Yeah. But um, one thing that we've we had an issue with a lot of calls the last few weeks was Wolf Lake uh, in Yazoo County, and it is back open to uh, recreational boating and, and fishing. It, it was closed for a period of, you know, roughly a couple weeks, I think, uh, due to high water when all that flooding and, and torrential rain in the Delta in North Mississippi took place. Um, we closed the lake, and and we got a lot of calls in, you know, inquiring and wondering why, and you know, some people were upset, and so you kind of got both sides of the the aisle there, where the we try to make the best decision, and obviously not everybody's going to be happy. But uh, Wolf Lake is back open; it opened up uh, last week, so that's something for people to to be uh, mindful of if they're getting out closer to July 4th, and then you know, it's just a boating time of year, so we want to. Kind of remind folks to be safe when they go out and boat and to have all the things that you need, your registration, your life jackets, um, one for each person on board. Um, taking into account your your vessel, you know, it, just because they can fit on your boat doesn't mean that that's a good idea because on those boats there's capacity plates that rate the number of people or weight. And so, you know, if you have a pontoon boat that's rated for 10 people, for instance, and you take the whole Everybody on the sandbar back to the boat ramp, you got 18 people on there. You know, not only are you in violation, then it becomes a safety issue. I've seen those boats on the front end where they're coming in and the bottom of the boat's like going underwater, and that's a good way for it to swamp and to sink. And so um, that'd be a bad situation. Mm Fair enough. So yeah. um we just you know want to remind people about that with the um, holiday weekend coming up here in a, in a couple weeks and uh to be mindful of of um if you if you are partaking in adult beverages on the water to make sure you have somebody who's sober to drive you back. Um yeah. We, we, Very important. Yeah, super important.
1: We just had the major uh from
17: uh, yeah, Johnny Collins, you know, yeah. So uh we don't want him on you. That's right. In his group. Yeah. And we don't want our them old green pants on you either out there no, on the yeah, water. Out on the water. So, so yep. we'll cover it. We want everybody to have a fun, safe time on the water, but we also sure. want people to be safe yeah. and uh, to to come back. So, Well, speaking of which, uh,
1: how how we been doing so far this year? Because a lot of people, yeah, or or boating people sa- out boating, right?
17: <laughs> yeah, they've come back. You know, last year was a, kind of a, yeah, yeah we all know.
1: Couldn't use the launches in a lot of places. Right. right yeah, it was yeah. just
17: everything in the whole world was shut down, literally. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we have seen people come back. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody that said, one of the officers in the field that said, uh, you know, gas prices may deter, I was thinking they may deter people from going to the water, and they, they thought it may be the opposite due to the fact that, you know, you can stay local and go to the water versus traveling and, yeah, you know, hotels or whatever. So yep. uh, we've seen an increase in activity, and we've we've had some fairly safe uh, weekends, and so that's a, you know, there are a few unfortunate instances that have taken place, but uh, overall, I think we've had a good, safe summer.
1: Well, hopefully that means we're acting
17: responsibly, as we should be. Yeah, yeah. And I think Miss Michelle has an update on maybe some opportunities for employment in the
16: Yes. Sure. So we are, our cadet class will be posting the end of June. So this is very exciting for us. We love once a year at least, Uh, you know, normally we hope to have two classes a year, but definitely once a year we'll post a class on the State Personnel Board. Okay. So the end of June that will become available. On the state personnel board will post a class for our cadets so anyone interested in becoming a conserva- conservation officer needs to be on the lookout for that posting um, we've got ads on our facebook page announcing that and so you'll just go onto to the state personnel board um you'll see the listing you can sign up the applic- for the application put in for the application that process will stay open, I believe, for 30 days. Then yeah. it closes. Our agency then will be issued the applications from the State Personnel Board. We will review those. The inter- interview process will take place, and then they will um, attend the academy and can become conservation officers.
17: Yeah, it's ready, man. It's um so if you you know if you got a buddy that you think man I got to make a good game warden. I might do it, Chris. Put in for it. Come on. See if you got what it takes, Carver. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know there are some minimum requirements. You got to have a couple years worth of college, You've about 64 college credit hours. You got to be 21 years of age. Um, but all those details are on those posts yeah. on Facebook and on our website. You can go check out. You the, can get on the personnel board website, set up a alert to your email when that application when that goes live and then submit it and uh, come get a uniform and a truck and get out there and help protect this state and the resources. yeah, yeah. (laughs) All that good stuff. You got to earn it though.
26: One other thing we got uh, to update on is we're having the second round of alligator season draws today hopefully. Uh, So be sure to go this afternoon and check your email um, if you applied for those draws. We had over 6,000 people entered the draw this year for uh, the 960 permits available so uh, we've done the initial fill and this is to fill any of those applications or permits that weren't claimed from the initial
1: draw so we've got that coming up too hmm. so. well
17: what are the gators like are they moving around this time of year yeah they are we're, we're dealing with a lot of uh nuisance calls if you will um, where, where folks are, are seeing them pop up in their ponds and uh, areas that are a little too close for comfort uh, houses on the res you know some carports here and there hmm. and so that's uh, that's common this time of year and they get to moving around and um, i guess maybe they're wow. time for breeding or whatever the case may be but it is uh, not uncommon so if hmm. you see something just holler at us and we can help help you out there
1: well, you know, last weekend I had the snake episode out uh, yes. at my golf course at Annandale there. So this weekend uh, was hitting on the driving range there in big open space, of course. And, and it's got, there's wooded areas on either side, kind of yeah. surrounded.
17: You don't ever and go there with, you, you hit them straight, right? Well,
1: yeah. Well, okay. that's like way out there. That okay. would be really okay. bad. Not that I'm not capable of being right. that bad and hitting errant shots like yeah. that. Yeah. But. Two little bitty fawns just come running right through the driving range there. Haul and booty. I don't think I've ever seen it in all yeah. my years of being yeah. out there. Really? So yeah. And of course we've got deer all over the place, yes. as you can imagine. Yeah. I told you about the being on eighteen, looking off the tee box up on the hill in kind of a little wooded area. Oh, yeah. and there's big doe. I showed you a picture of uh-huh. it. Right? Little you did. bitty fawn That's nursing right. up there. So yeah. they're dropping this time. It year, is. Right?
17: It, they are. And, and you know we we also reminded the people last week to to leave them alone. Right, because we we have a lot of people that are calling and say, "Hey, this this little baby phone is abandoned." Right, and they, they figured out, "Hey, huh? come get it. What do I need to do with it? You don't oh, yeah. need to do anything with it. You need to leave it alone." Yeah, and because the mama's sitting there watching you mess with the deer, because they they're they're not abandoned. They're, yeah, that's how they survive. But, right. yeah, it's that time of year.
1: We'll step aside here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Got some messages coming your way. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back.
7: This show was previously recorded. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 73. A 70% chance of rain for your Tuesday, partly sunny skies, high near 87. And showers and thunderstorms likely on Wednesday, high near 88. Your
0: window tint headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
19: Summer's here! Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? Credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 1999. Now, 3.9% for 84 months. You deal for details with approved credit.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
5: This show was previously recorded.
1: Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, with the MDWFP panel in the studio. Chris Reed, Josh Carver, Michelle Carter. All right, so, Chris, uh, we had uh, a member of our audience ask if there's a maximum age. You said 21 minimum age right. to apply. Uh, for What about maximum age? Is no, there
17: there's no uh, age cutoff. Uh, the feds have a max if you have to apply you know, before you turn thirty-seven, but we, we do not. You can try it at whatever age you feel ready to go, as long as you're over twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have a listener here that says he might be interested. Awesome. Retire
1: in next year. That's good. So, um, hope you got that, Darren and Jackson. Go for it, man. Get after it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, so Larry and Jackson wants to know can you shoot an aggressive snake in the reservoir? We've talked about this before, but we probably ought to again.
17: Yeah, I mean there's um you always have the right and opportunity to protect yourself um whether in this state whether it be humans or animals. Yeah. <laughs> so um any type of, and we can tell, um, you know, you see people ride around, and you've seen videos in the past of people just riding around killing a bunch of snakes, and that's that's not legal. Uh, but yeah, if there's some an issue where you need to protect yourself, or somebody in your boat, or your family, or whatever, uh, that opportunity is there. Got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: It, I think you've said before, though, Chris, you you shouldn't just go out there with the intent of just going out and picking off snakes. No,
17: I mean, I mean like, or, or yeah, same same thought behind like people just going out and shooting turtles and just to practice, shoot at paper, you know, if you want to target practice. Don't just shoot at turtles. So those things are not, you know, just because it's fun and people enjoy doing it doesn't make it legal. Uh, So those things are protected and they're here for a reason. They help, you know, the whole cycle and the process work like it's supposed to. So yeah, we we, uh, kind of frown upon those things. Yeah.
1: We got some folks talking about visiting the state parks. We'll get to that in a minute, but uh, just asking if there's any plans to do some renovation and and uh, upgrading of the facilities. Do you we know anything about that? There's Michelle, always you know about
26: that? plans to, to upgrade and improve our state parks. I know we have a few contracts out um, to do so. Uh, we work a lot with AmeriCorps on a lot of our state parks that come and improve the, the uh, RV campsites. Um, Uh, improve the camping pads and stuff like that i know uh, there's a big project on the coast at buccaneer state park to add some spots so yeah we're always looking to improve and one way you can do that and help out uh in the next coming month or so we'll have our uh state parks tag will be uh, available to the public so you can go to the county office and and get a state park tag i think it's a little over 30 bucks and 20 of that goes right back into the park system to make those
1: improvements gotcha we got a full slate of activities, it appears, uh, this summer. Give us an update on that.
26: You know, well, so it's summertime, it's hot, and it's only getting hotter. Uh, So we wanted to sit down and talk about some things you can do uh, that the the agency is offering, whether that's through our museum, um, through our state parks, our state lakes, um, all that type of stuff. So I'm going to kick it off with some... uh, Things at the Natural Science Museum here in Jackson you can do. I know we had uh, sand Beavers on, I think last week to talk about the new uh, wild weather exhibit, which is awesome for all ages, very interactive. you can come learn about how uh, weather affects our environment and our natural resources. Doing so that way, but there are um, back this year is our summer camps and we have two left. And those two are filling up pretty quick, so this is your last chance to go in and get in on those. So we have a uh, field camp that is at at the Museum of Natural Science uh, for 9th through 12th graders. Uh, There's only one spot left, and this is kind of geared towards uh, more of a career path. So if you are interested in or wanted to become a wildlife biologist or a naturalist or anything like that, or have a a child that wants to do that, uh, this is for you so you can go to our website and click on museum and check that out we also have a junior naturalist camp that has some of the same features as that field camp for for more career based but it's geared towards the seventh and eighth grade crowd so a little bit more learning and activity based outside um, uh, around the jackson area on pearl river maze lake all that type of stuff and we've got three spots left on that and that camp's going to run from june 28th through july 2nd and it'll be eight to four every day Um, and you can find all the details on how much that costs and you can register online at mdwfp.com so uh, the camps are are coming up but we also have some special events that the museum has um, throughout the weeks Uh, so tomorrow uh, the last installment of the Mississippi Bug Blues event which is uh, funny you get to come learn about a native bug or some (laughs) insects Um, if you're interested in that or just want to learn more about that They'll be having uh, an event tomorrow at the museum from 11.30 to 2.30. Hmm. Um, So it's it's a pretty cool interactive booth that you can come, and uh, they'll have all the specimens there. They'll be uh, talking about how they uh, play their role in the great scheme of natural resources in Mississippi. Um, Each Friday we have something going on at the museum. It's called Fun Fridays, and this week is kind of geared towards um, the exhibit, so it's how the changes in temperature affect reptiles. So like you said, uh, snakes are moving, uh, alligators are out and moving. Uh, That's all due to the warm weather, uh, getting them out and going. So that will be uh, this Friday at 10 to noon. Uh, And then Sunday, this is more for the adults and teenagers who uh, are are artists or uh, like to do arts and crafts, we'll have our Art and Nature Workshop and you need to register by Thursday for that. So there's some uh, cool things. That's going to be a couple hour long with a local artist uh, teaching you how to make some artwork um, with uh, the nature, leaves and sticks and twigs and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's some stuff that's going on at the museum. Um, It's always a good place to escape the heat to get inside. Um, We have walking trails also, so if it's a cooler afternoon, you can come and walk around LaFleur's Bluff. Um, Another little update, Uh, we get a lot of questions. There's a lot of construction going on right out front Mm -hmm. of uh, uh, Mm -hmm. LaFleur's Bluff where the museum is housed. And we have a playground that was there, now it's torn down, and there's a new, improved one coming soon. Mm. So stay tuned for updates
1: on that. Gotcha. We've got uh, someone listening that wants to know if there's an expected date when Simpson County Lake will reopen. You guys know anything about that?
17: I don't offhand. We can try to find that answer out and and get get back with them. All right. We do that, you know, pretty common. Uh, they've, they've mentioned before, we'll... we'll Take lakes and you know on a rotating cycle yeah. try to try to restock. One them. just reopened recently, wasn't it? Yeah, and the, the dead gum name slips. Mary Crawford. Ma- Ma- I was gonna say it's a lady's name. Carver. <laughs> coming is. through. They've been catching some fish down there in Girard.
1: Wow. Yes. All right, Steve from Mendenhall wants to know when they're going to open up Legion Lake. There again, same, same deal. Find right? Yes. Yeah. All right. No, well, the good news is, folks want to get back to the lakes. So. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They
17: are. They are. Um, I think some of those old home stomping grounds down there for some of these folks, they're, yeah. really to, they're itching to get back, which is good.
26: Yeah, because those fish are dumb whenever you open those lake back up and they'll <laughs> bite anything.
1: Yeah, <you> know? <laughs> they have been practicing evading, right? That's, That's right. Kind of yeah.
16: Now we have one more free fishing day, correct? That's true. Yeah, July 4th. July 4th will be one more. Yeah. Free and so,
26: day. uh, we, we do free fishing weekend which is in june so you missed that one but july 4th is another free fishing day and so you don't have to buy a fishing license um, right. but the only thing you would have to pay for uh is a state lake permit or a state park permit if you go and fish those fish facilities. Fishing one of those yeah mm-hmm. so great opportunity to get outside and take the kids um or if you have somebody a neighbor that's interested in fishing but don't want to commit to the license they can go out and do that too so. gotcha
16: and then also on July Fourth, if you don't already have plans, we've got two state parks that host fireworks shows. So uh, Roosevelt State Park in Morton, Mississippi, has a boat parade, which you've never seen. The uh, boat parade at Roosevelt State Park it is my absolute mm. favorite. So I grew up going to the boat parade at Roosevelt State Park, um, and then they have a fabulous fireworks show. Paul B. Johnson in Hattiesburg also hosts a fireworks show on the Fourth of. Of July so both of those state parks are good places to go for uh, the 4th of July and we're
17: having those on the actual
1: date.
16: the actual day for the Sunday for gotcha. the 4th of July okay. and yeah it's
1: on Sunday this
26: year Yeah, and it's $10 per vehicle that shows up so make sure you've got that and you're prepared and I'd probably come early the fireworks starts at 9 p.m. but uh, Roosevelt's Boat Show starts
1: at 6, six. Ah, at very six. cool and Johnson uh, has got the splash pads, too. That's right.
16: That's Seeing great. those, those are cool. And then Roosevelt has the water slide.
26: Yep. And wow. The, and the pool. We have a lot of different uh, water water features that we can talk about, too, at, at state parks yeah. that are pretty pretty great. So um, I mentioned earlier, it, well, well, we'll hit it after the break, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so a uh, listener also asked again, when will Simpson reopen? And so we're, we're going to tr- see if we can find out yeah, and get that information. That. They're checking on it right now. We'll try to get that to you. Before uh, the show is out today, we'll take a break right here. We'll come back. Mississippi Outdoors Radio.
12: This show was previously recorded.
4: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
5: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to
25: schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. The temperature is rising, and so are the savings. During our sizzling summer sell-down at Mazda of Jackson, our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are waiting for you with our hottest prices of the year. Right now, get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s and CX-30s. This will save you thousands in finance charges, and Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bad credit, no credit. credit? It doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come save big while the deals are hot during the sizzling summer sell-down. At Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. See dealer for complete details with the free credit like models. Oh, 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 all right.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Continue to be cautious on the roadways today as the Mississippi Highway Patrol's 4th of July holiday enforcement period continues through tonight at midnight. Troopers remain stationed across the state's highways with a goal of cracking down on speeding and distracted driving and emphasizing seatbelt usage. Setting Mississippi's low vaccination rate on Sunday's Meet the Press, host Chuck Todd posed a specific question about the Magnolia State to Dr. Anthony Fauci.
25: You're fully vaccinated,
5: but would you be wearing a mask in Biloxi, Mississippi? I think there would be a good reason to do that. I mean, because as we've said so often, that vaccines are not even as good as they are and highly effective. Nothing is 100%. And if you put yourself in an environment in which you have a high level of viral dynamics and a very low level of vaccine, you might
14: want to go the extra step. I'm Kelly Bennett.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford.
0: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful
26: knowledge. Do you know what the number one economic driver is in Mississippi? That's right, agriculture. We've got almost 35,000 farmers across 10 million acres sustaining
19: employment for over 17% of the state's workforce. And it brings in over $7 billion for our state economy every year. Year. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on
16: it. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home.
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Just want to remind you about the ninth Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 15th right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue to make these precious lives whole again. This
5: show was previously recorded.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Of course, each week we feature one of the fabulous state parks across Mississippi. This week it's Tishomingo State Park. Tishomingo State Park is often acclaimed as Mississippi's most naturally scenic and beautiful state park. This park is located at the foothills of the Appalachians, offering impressive rock formations and plenty of hiking. The park has a swinging bridge constructed in the early 1940s that spans Bear Creek. They offer a seasonal float trip down Bear Creek, disc golf, picnicking, and camping in one of their 62 RV campsites or seven cabins. You can also fish in the 45-acre Haynes Lake or Bear Creek. Don't forget you can purchase an annual park permit for $50 and that will give you access to all the state parks for a year. You can show your support for state parks by purchasing a Mississippi State Parks specialty tag coming soon to the public. Check our website at mdwfp.com for updates. That's Tishomingo State Park and Tishomingo City uh, excuse me, Mississippi, and Robert Barsk, is it Barsk or Barsky? Barsk. Barsk is the manager up there, 662-438-6914. All right, so I was telling you guys off the air I had a little episode with a bird at my house. A little, birds. we think, it's a wren I had discovered, had uh, made a nest, created a nest there, a uh, sandwich between my television on my porch and a brick wall. And it kind of propped that nest up and and found a little nice triangular spot in the articulating mount. And uh, just noticed one day a bird flying in, in and out, and I I didn't think anything of it. But a couple of days later, I got up to reset the receiver on the back of that TV. And a bird went right over my head, and I looked to the right in that mountain. there's that nest with a couple of little eggs. And they both hatched this weekend. So we had little wrens flying around in the porch, the screen porch. But uh, they're out and about. Didn't see them uh, uh, this morning when I went out there, so hopefully they're good. So yeah, uh, the question is, to well, help, well, of course.
17: You know, you're you're getting rid of <laughs> snakes that can harm Venomous
26: you. Venomous snakes. And then you're <laughs> not all to be fostering so
17: yeah, yeah, you're helping uh, <laughs> yeah. old Mother Nature out. Well,
1: uh, and a mother especially. you got to have a soft heart for That's that. That's right. So oh, yeah. uh, we uh, d- debated whether or not to move the nest. And my wife advised that that's not likely to be a good idea and that uh, Mom couldn't find it if we moved it
17: somewhere. Yeah, Uh, I think, um, like we were saying in the break, the best thing, I guess, is just to Deal with it for a little bit longer until they yeah, fly out, did. and then take the nest and, and get rid of it. And the next time that she may build another nest there, if she likes.
22: Yeah, somebody
26: your, might rent it out next
17: or whatever. And, or no, they I'm make taking that nest down now <laughs> yeah. that there are no eggs in. What's <laughs> crazy is how quick they can build those things. Incredible, you know just just the and they can withstand all the elements. Like it's like God when He created those animals to survive. Like it's. Pretty, pretty, pretty wild. amazing. It really is, yeah.
1: and and I mean, with a perfect little hole, right? You know, to to cook Just up. big enough, yeah, just per- to hold the eggs in there. It does. Incredible, the,
17: yeah, it's it's amazing. It really <laughs> is, and that's the stuff you see all the time in the outdoors in fishing, and you see those things, and like, you encourage people to go and you try to get them involved. And they're like, I don't want to wake up that early. Well, that's a, that's some of the benefits of waking up that early is you get to see stuff like that, and yeah. so, um, yeah, that's that's it takes somebody outside. And
1: we're so blessed in Mississippi to have that that spectrum of nature. You can
17: disappear and what is it? Go off the grid, if you will. Yeah,
26: unplug, unwind. State parks,
17: um, state fishing lakes, all these shooting ranges. You know, these places.
1: I guess you could unplug. Three shooting ranges. Yeah, talk talk about that, uh, Michelle.
16: We do. We've got um, Turcott. We've got McIver, McHenry, Turcotts in Canton, McIvers in Sardis, McHenry is in Perkinston, Mississippi. All are open. Um, we joke about Turcott. The rifle range is perpetually flooded. In, hmm. At Turcotte, it is dry finally, so you uh, can come inside in your rifle. Yeah, come on out while you can. of summer, yes. The rain's yes. coming. It is. Uh, it is a little warm out at the range, but it is always fun to come and shoot. Of course, you know I love to shoot at the range. We do um, Reno. Steve Moore has been on the show before. Yeah. And Steve is, um, he teaches basic handgun, yep. 100, 200, and enhanced carry. So if anyone's interested in coming and taking those classes, he teaches at all three locations. You can go on our website and sign up for those classes with him. I will tell you, if you've not taken those classes, He is a phenomenal teacher. Um, They're very beneficial. The basic handgun class, you don't even have to own a firearm. Uh, Reno provides those for instruction. So if you're not even familiar with handguns, you can come and he acclimates you to that. Mm -hmm. And then you can go purchase one. Come back for the uh, handgun 200 class and then ultimately get your enhanced carry. Hmm. So the ranges are a good thing um, to be able to do during the summer months. Yeah. One question that we get a lot on Facebook Mm -hmm. that I wanted to mention just briefly is our fishing rodeos are back. Mm. So the kids are constantly, you know, during COVID, um, we were unable to have or host our fishing rodeos. And so they are officially back open. Uh, Sherry Hazelwood is in charge of those. And uh, we have our schedule on the website now. Most of our rodeos are in the fall. So they begin back in full force in September. So, September and October, we have a plethora of rodeos uh, scheduled, but we do have one for the summer. So, July 10th, Josh, it's July 10th yep. at...
26: At Bear Pin Park in Cleveland. Chris, that's your neck of the woods, isn't it?
17: <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, on the west side of town there, and uh, I've worked it before, and it's a bunch of kids at, at those events that I was a part of. and. Um, that's a good opportunity to get out. I mean, those things are highly successful. Yeah, what we usually you know, we, do with those rodeos, we try is, to ensure that. Yeah,
26: we 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 stock them with with catfish. So yeah. uh, for that event, so you you get a lot of those dumb catfish that's never seen a bait. But also, it's just a lot of fun. You just uh, take right. the family. Uh, a lot of youth groups go out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, and during the summer, this is the only one we have this summer until until September. So if you live in the Delta. Um,
17: drive on up to Cleveland and check that out. So,
1: We had a couple other listeners ask about uh, Simpson Lake, and you guys yeah. got an update on that.
17: Yeah, so um, they recently were, um, I guess, put in the process of, of renovation and improvement right. uh, deal, mm-hmm. and so what will happen there is that they'll drain that water down and, and um, do any infrastructure repairs to the dams or uh, any sloughs or anything like that that may have you know it, th- those things happen from what I've been described to at all parks or, or, or lakes I'm sorry yeah, yeah. and so um, you'll get that stuff repaired you'll you'll improve and and uh, maybe renovate the fishing piers that's right uh, do some work there at the boat ramps to improve that access and uh, do fish fish structures out there maybe do some some work out in the lake with some equipment that's right there's a lot that goes into it so right and, and, and so that stuff takes time right uh, and so we're on the beginning in we're on the beginning portion of that renovation project and so you know in a, in a year or two those things will begin to be open uh, open back up because once we get through with all the repairs then we restock it with fish and those fish have to have time to grow to a to a size that is uh fishable or able to get on a hook if That's you will right. and so um just during this time period you know it's unfortunate we do apologize but in the long run it makes things better and if we don't do that then you may have a nice pretty lake but there won't be anything in it and so that's kind of you know nobody wants that and so i would suggest just looking somewhere a little nearby during this time period to to try to satisfy that fishing urge and
26: we, we do this on a kind of a rotate, rotating right. basis. So we we'll always have lakes that are opening as well as lakes that are closing. So there's always going to be uh, you know uh, yeah. access of so fresh water, I guess you could say, um, to go and, and explore within yeah. a drivable distance. So um, really good opportunity to go out there and do that.
1: Is there any of the facilities, any of the assets that are not back to fully operational state from the covid restrictions or is there anything still shut down i think most everything is shut down the only thing that might be uh a
26: little limited is our motels at some state parks just due to um the changeover having to turn over those rooms and still trying to sanitize and do
1: stuff like that but i think everything is back wide open so are you seeing the uh the traffic pick up at state parks? Yes.
17: Yeah, I mean, we've seen uh, it, back to normal, you know. I mean, some of the stuff outdoors, the license sales and all that during COVID when it was shut down yeah. actually went up uh, because people, when they were not working and were at home, were going fishing and going to the water because, you know, to the degree that they could when it was still limited in the boats. But we yeah. did see a little uptick in license sales during that period of time. Gotcha. So. All right.
1: We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. We'll talk about Mississippi Outdoors TV and more discussion here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us.
7: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. At Green Home
5: Solutions, we make air better.
4: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The stores also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see.
15: Halito, it's time for the 71st Choctaw Indian Fair, July 14th through the 17th.
0: Live on the main stage, music's rising stars, Jimmy Allen, Zach Williams, and Brett Young. Experience Choctaw cultural arts, food, dancing, plus everyone's favorite carnival rides. Get your war paint on with the res run starting 7 a.m. Saturday, or test your strength with the Iron Warrior Competition. And new this year is the inaugural Cornhole Tournament. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook.
15: Hope to see you there. Hachapis, Lechkeh.
5: Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embraves baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park
7: gulf seafood outlet fresh gulf shrimp gulf seafood outlet fresh gulf oysters gulf seafood outlet your fresh seafood headquarters gulf seafood outlet highway 51 in ridgeland just past lake harbor drive 601-790-9407
6: the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi Outdoors and of course, we go the distance for you.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi uh, Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Question on the C Spire text line. What are the rules and regulations regarding metal detecting in state parks?
26: Well, I'm pretty sure you can you can do that, but you can't uh, legally take anything from a park. So it's all protected. That property is, is belongs to the sure. state of Mississippi. So
1: sure. But, so, you, but we've
26: had people who have, say they've lost a ring or some something like that, um, or keys or anything like that, on, on, on the beaches. Uh, you're able to go and try to retrieve those things.
1: But if it's anything other than that, it's supposed to belong to the park. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. What about Mississippi Outdoors TV? What's all right.
26: This week we have a uh, Adams County alligator hunt at Grenada Lake and uh, and Grenada Lake crappie fishing. My, my bad. Uh, Mississippi Outdoors airs Thursday nights at 7:30 on MPB, and the show will re-air on Saturday night at 5:30. Uh so yeah. You can see all the shows on our website mdwf.com. We post uh, segments on our Facebook page, uh, so go follow us there, and then also our YouTube channel. You can catch up on all. Past and previous
1: seasons there. Yep. Somebody also asked about laws on with respect to kayaks and life jackets.
17: I guess do they need to wear one when they're in a kayak, or you um, you do need to wear one uh, when you're kayaking. Um, it's it is a just a good principle i mean to practice yeah yeah. pretty good practice to have when you're out there and that that thing is a lot less stable than a a john boat or a bass boat the the width so um you need to have one on while you're kayaking you don't have to have your kayak registered uh with the state unless you have a motor put a trolling motor (laughs) on the side of it and then it turns from a kayak into a motorboat yeah so, uh, we get that question kind of long to piggyback on the life jacket question.
1: Are you seeing folks that uh, are disregarding, and just flouting that that rule about wearing life jackets? Where you guys have to step in?
17: <sighs> no, it's uh, you know, you you see. I think I'm just going out. I don't have any data to back this up. But, yeah, you know, I well, think pri- your, your private lakes. I think private lakes have a, a little more. Use from the kayaks and stuff, just yeah, just because of the you know. I mean, if you go to the reservoir and you want a kayak, see. that'd yeah. be a lot of paddling. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there that you got to watch out for because you know you get on public bodies of water and you got you know people that are acting yeah silly going fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so that old kayak is not as visible. <laughs> you see a lot more of it on private lakes and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, where they you know the regulations are not. Set forth by the state. So, man, it—if I'm kayaking out on a public body water, I've got a life jacket on, two of them if I could fit it on there. Like the little guy on the Christmas story movie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around like Michelin Man. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, and, you, and, you, and another thing uh, that we—you got to have life jackets on on board. Like if you're on some of these reservoirs in North Mississippi, you have to wear them when the boat is is moving. It's not required uh, at all. As public. Public waters in the state, but you know, if it's all thing, about best practices because yeah. you never I mean, know, just, where could happen, you if know. you put it on. Like, we've it's a good, like, if you need it, like, if there's an accident, if you hit something, if you get thrown out of the boat, you don't have time to say, Oh, let me go grab my life jacket while I'm getting thrown out of the boat. Like, if you got it on, it's going to do what it needs to do and keep yeah. you afloat. And so, people will pull life jackets out, like, they'll have every life jacket stored in this little bitty one. Area and they're and like, locked. here are all my life jackets. Like you, you gotta have them accessible. Yeah, you should treat your life jacket like, like
26: you treat your, you know, uh, seat belt. seat belt. Yeah,
17: so, I mean, it doesn't saves your life
26: yeah. one or the other. Yeah. It, it might be a little little it. uncomfortable, uncomfortable, a little, uncomfortable, but
17: a little but hot. But yeah. when you're riding, when you're rolling down the lake, you got the air conditioner on, the wind blowing, and your hair, if you got hair, and you know, <laughs> just <laughs> now
26: kids are required to wear right.
17: them all the time. Yeah, under thirteen. Right at all times, hmm. unless they're anchored or aground. But if the boat's moving, under thirteen, gotta have it on.
1: Well, with respect to a kayak, I've never been in one. I'm no expert on this, but just just visible observation, looks like high probability of flipping over. Oh yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of part of it, is it not?
26: I, I think they're a little bit better built than than yeah. the comedy shows that you watch with people falling over. <laughs> or the yeah Pete uh, Rose yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty good, but. You're thinking, like we're talking about on the big reservoirs, that's a very small vessel compared to the other vessels. Yeah. And very hard to see when the other vessels go in, you know, 45 miles an hour. So. Yeah.
1: Of course, the P-Rows are usually in the in the bayous where right. it's pretty Chasing strong. The right. There's nobody around yeah. there. And a little different deal there. Alligator flip you over. That's about it down there. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're my uncle. Then my uncle takes them all against the water. <laughs>
17: Showed you that last <laughs> that's week.
1: That's right. With the snapping turtle. That's right. <laughs>
17: <laughs> Never right. a dull
1: moment here. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're out of time this week on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Rhino and I will be in the studio bringing you the JT Show again tomorrow. And then we're at Ace Bolt and Screw on Wednesday for a remote. Stay safe. God bless everyone.
13: i brought to you courtesy of the Red Wild.
0: This show was previously recorded. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.